Yeah. You're out in the shop tonight. Yeah. Well, usually the kids aren't around, so I'm out here. <laughs> right. So I had to go put a long sleeve on. It's cold. <laughs> Might be a short episode. <laughs> it's like around 50 degrees, it looks like, out here. Oh, man. Chilly. Mm-hmm. No insulation. I went to, I was going to, I have insulation I can put up. And I went to go buy OSB, and it was $27 a sheet for like 15, 30 seconds or whatever, the little bit under half inch. And yeah. I I almost lost it. I was like, I, <laughs> I probably paid, I can't say I paid more than $12 a sheet for it the last time I bought it. And that was not that long ago. But my yeah. goodness. It's, uh. Uh, you know, Jake Thompson, uh-huh. uh, he, he, uh, lives in Texas and he was going to build a resin room and I was talking to him I don't know, a month or two ago and, and he said, I have to wait. I, I go, oh, okay. You know, he, go, he goes, the price of lumber and plywood is so expensive. I go, I go, what do you play for plywood? Cause I had just went and bought some and he told me up here it's the same, still the same price he told me it was uh, something like that it was double what we were paying i go well i'm gonna load up the mobile shop i'll be down there right. <laughs> yeah you can make some sales i know i could not believe it yeah so i went to my hardwood supplier down here peterman lumber and i bought two sheets of like half inch import birch and that was $25 a sheet which that's about average and I was talking to the guy about some of the prices because he was mentioning just the different grades that they had the higher quality plywoods and like a lot of the domestic stuff is really really expensive right now yeah and so yeah I think everybody's just like everybody's off so they're all doing renovations or something in their houses so yeah yeah yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. Oh, all right. What are we uh, just wrapping it up? Yeah. All right. Might as well. That's what I figured, and then I could get it out like New Year's Eve for everybody. All right. Um, I might just cut that part in that we just talked about. Just keep it casual because that was like pretty good wood turning yeah. talk too. We could do the intro in the middle. Right? Talk about crazy plywood prices. <laughs> it only affects the segmented turners who are doing plywood bowls. They are they aren't economy bowls anymore. No, they're top, not top dollar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Might as well get some some kind of nice hardwood for them at that point. Yeah. Let's see, episode thirty-eight. Okay. Oh, I need to look up a word. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> should I should I be scared? No. I'll, it'll be a nice one. All right. One, two, three. What's up, Woodturners? My name is Braxton Worthland, and I'm joined tonight by my jolly co-host, Mr. Carl Jacobson. And this is episode number 38 of the Woodturners Anonymous podcast. How's it going, Carl? I am doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing well also. Jolly, huh? Yeah, jolly. (laughs) 
happy to have Christmas behind me. Yeah, yeah. It was a good one, but busy. Yeah, yeah. That's why we haven't had many episodes out recently. Is I've just been turning, 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 and building stuff and trying to get you know, a bunch of sales for Christmas. So. Yeah, yeah. It sneaks up on you fast. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, what have you been up to? Oh, what have... Uh... I did a little carving, um, other than just stuff around the house. But uh, for as far as projects go, I kind of just kind of rough turned a piece, and then I did the rest of it. I I carved a gnome for Robin for Christmas. I did see that. That that was awesome. I liked it. Thanks, thanks. It was really fun. Like a fun looked like a fun little piece. Yeah. Yeah, I really been uh, been uh, playing around with the carving and getting into that a little bit. So, yeah, I just have some basic tools, but but yeah, just working my way through it and sticking nice. my toe in the water of that. Yeah, I've been getting into it more. Also, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, just, it almost adds like a whole new level to. You could just make a thick bowl and then just carve a bunch of it away and make it look amazing, or just you know, you can. It's it's fun to like figure out how to make a square piece or a round piece that you've rough turned in look like it like what do you have to take away to leave enough there so it resembles whatever you're trying to to make it's a i don't know i like it a lot it's a fun process yeah yeah i um i started out with with that on the lathe and i'm i'm kind of looking at it and if i was going to turn it you know that shape i know kind of how much to leave or but you know when you're when you're going to carve away a bunch of it when you're done, you're trying to figure out exactly, you know, you don't want to take off too much and then he doesn't have arms or a beard right. or something. <laughs> or he suddenly gets a lot skinnier than he was before. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been messing around with that and just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. I've been turning. I got a bunch of ash. There was some big ash trees that came down in my town, and uh, they were real old. At a, a broad bent park is what the park was called. So everybody remembers playing there. That's where the community pool was. So everybody who grew up there oh. went swimming there and saw the trees, and they were all sad when they had to come down. So I got as much as I felt like I could process in a reasonable amount of time. I could have got a lot more. Yeah. But I didn't. I'm, I'm trying to cut back on that. Like I don't need to have all the wood. I just need to <laughs> ha- take enough to that I feel like I can work with before it's just ends up sitting in a big pile on the side of my house, like everything else. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah, I got quite a bit of that, and I ended up turning a lot of pod those podlets. Yeah. Little super thin podlets that Greg Gallegos from Natural Selection Studios, I think it is, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. He turns a bunch of those. And then I also did uh, a, a, some Christmas trees, and they're just like, I just turned them into a, you know, a Christmas tree shape, basic Christmas tree shape, and then used my parting tool about every eighth inch and went in. So the it had really thin wings on it, and so since it's green, it kind of, they're kind of moving and changing and stuff. So those those actually sold way better than I thought they would. I wish I would have made nice. no podlets and just like <laughs> tons and tons of Christmas trees because I sold every single one that I that I made, nice. which was awesome. Nice, nice. Yep. And 
you turn the the podlets uh, green too, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Those yeah. are fun. Yeah. And do they and they move quite a bit, right? Yeah. When they're yeah dry, they will. I guess depending on the kind of wood too. They always I stick them in the microwave and then I bend them and give them a little help, <laughs> so <Right>. that yeah <laughs> get the get the shape of them. Yeah, I've been enjoying turning those. I have to turn a few more for my sisters and my sister-in-law. I already got one for my mom done, but so nice. late Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I saw, and uh, I think on the last episode we were talking uh, about the snowmen you were doing. I saw all those on there. Oh, oh yeah, those were fun. Yeah, yeah. I had to make a few replacements. My dog got a hold of a couple of them. <laughs> I like I left them all in the fireplace after I took the took pictures and I should not have done that. Oh no. So I came back and yeah, a few of them were chewed up. One of them that had already sold was chewed up, so I had to remake it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. She's they a were, fun dog. Were, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they they were fun though. I, I you know, unique, different, yeah. I'm looking forward to making more. I'm trying to figure out ideas for... I have a few different ideas of ones that I want to do. So maybe throughout the year, I could just amass a big, giant collection of them. Right. And at the end of the year, have a whole ton. Yeah. Yeah, it's always to start turning Christmas stuff in, stuff in July. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do this coming year is turn a lot of stuff earlier. Yeah. Oh, from also from those ash trees, I haven't roughed them out yet but most of the wood got processed into like large bowl blanks so i'll be able to get some big bowls and use my coring system and core those out and get some more bowls so nice i'll be turning those hopefully getting them all rough turned over the next month and then that way they'll be ready for christmas when it comes around again nice <laughs> oh heck yeah yeah definitely well, we didn't really have a, a main topic for you guys. It's just sort of impromptu and a little year-end wrap-up type of thing. So uh, overall, how would you say your 2020 was, Carl? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> to be honest with you, it's probably going to hurt. It, it was actually really good. It... It was, was, uh, it, I, we didn't like not being able to get out and, and be on the road and, and do stuff, but we, we got so much done around the house here that we have, that we've just been neglecting for way too long. And we were able to just stay home and focus on that. And we have got, you know, just the house straightened back up, everything fixed that was, you know, got it painted and got the fence up. And so it was, it, it actually worked out really well. Um, I, I think we talked about the, like doing online demos and stuff and that, that really is taken off and, and everybody's kind of embracing that. So that's, that's nice. Um, but yeah, it was, it sucked that you couldn't be out, out doing stuff, but it was really mm -hmm. kind of, uh, Nice for us because we were able to get a lot of stuff fixed that we've been putting off way too long. Yeah. How about how about you? 
You know, I would say overall it was a, a pretty good year for me as well. Uh, I'm in like probably a, a different place than I would have been had this not like no coronavirus, no shutdowns, all that stuff. Like early on in the year, I, I had a job for uh, Bad Beat Brewing. It's a brewery here in uh, Las Vegas. I've known the owner for a really long time. I built a bunch of stuff for him. So I was supposed to build like tables, all table, steel frame tables with like butcher block tops for his whole entire restaurant. And, like I'd quoted the job and he was like, get the building was going to get built and he was it was a whole new thing and so like all that just sort of evaporated because he had to go into like survival mode at running a brewery and like they had to basically shut down and so i focused a lot more on like turning and uh trying to get you know i got into the art guild so i don't know if i would have done that had i not you know and then as well as there's another marketplace now I'm, you know, that I'm selling stuff out of that I got into because I had to, oh. you know, find other means of making money. So yeah, it's. I mean, it was hard and like stressful. It seems like at the time, but looking back, it's like, you know, I was home, my kids were fed, like we were, everybody was safe, and you know, so I mean, right. I, I, I can't complain. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Getting into the the galleries and stuff that's a huge you know i mean and you can continue to do that for you know right, even when you're yeah. doing other stuff mm-hmm. yeah it's uh yeah it's, it's just kind of it's been a crazy year but you know i mean if you just try and stay busy and yeah you know yep. yeah it's that's what it was same thing we just focus on something different and you know different ways to you know make money and yeah not go insane. <laughs> yeah, not go insane. <laughs> yep. Oh, so what other gallery you're in? I didn't know about that. So the other place is it's a not a gallery. It's just a store. So what it was was the uh, they called it Market in the Alley. It was like a vendor event where people come out and sell stuff, and it's all like basically local Las Vegas people who make stuff. You got to submit pictures and stuff, and then they're like, okay, yeah, you can come in and be involved with this. So. I, okay. you know, I, I got in that and I, the first time I was in it, I tried mainly put turnings in there, but that wasn't their audience at all. So I didn't sell anything except I sold a few tops. So the next time I made a whole bunch of charcuterie boards. So that's what I've been making for them is a lot of charcuterie boards. And, and then now I'm sort of introducing more stuff like uh, magic wands and wine bottle stoppers oh. and bottle openers and things like that. So they're like, I'm getting more turning stuff in there along with the, uh, the cheese boards or whatever else that I'm making. Nice, nice. I don't know. I can't right now. I can't remember the name of it. We have, but we have a big. It's kind of. It's uh. Oh, it's it's Saturday Market here in Portland, mm-hmm. and it's uh. It's been going on for uh, 20, 30 years, and it's kind of the same thing. You have to submit pictures, and you know your whatever whatever you make to get into it. And, yeah. 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 I thought it was cool too. It's like. I mean, for down here, there's not a lot of stuff like that in Las Vegas. Like, there's not a whole lot of history and culture. And so it's cool to see, like, more places open to just only selling stuff from local Las Vegas makers and and artists and things like that. So that was, I thought was pretty cool. You can't just be, 
you know, any geek off the street, you know what I mean? You got to, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, that's that's cool, and it's cool to support local people. Yeah. You know. So you been, oh, oh, go ahead. No, oh, I just, I was, what else you been doing, or any other stuff you've been turning, or? Um, I'm about to do some more uh, beaded. I did one beaded uh, bottle stopper and bottle opener, like a holiday set. With you know, so I beat it and then colored it in. I just did red and green, like a Christmas pattern, and I sold that, which was actually the first beaded thing I've ever sold. I was really, really excited about that. (laughs) I sold it. uh, There's another brewery, so I used to do a lot of work for beer places and breweries. So Tanea Creek is another brewery. So the guy who uh, is the head brewer there bought it from me, and then he emailed me back and was like, "Oh yeah, my sister-in-law really likes it. They want to buy another set, so I'll be I'm going to make another set soon." And then oh, another cool. one for the gallery. So that's on the horizon. Rough turning bowls. What about you? Anything for 2021 coming up? Oh, I... I don't know. I I don't... No, not really. Nothing Nothing major I have planned. Uh, I, I am... I finally got one of the pieces of wood. I want to turn a roulette wheel. Oh, nice. You have and, a big enough piece or what? Yes, I, I finally got a big enough piece of walnut to do that. Um, so that's, I, I'm going to get that done this year. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Dang, I, I can picture I, it now. I've been wanting to do it for a couple of years now. And I just like always searching for the right, you know, yeah. it has, has to be a big enough piece of wood. that's not crack, you know, no cracks and everything. In it. So I finally got the walnut. So how, how big Will it be? Did you can you do like outboard on the American I, Beauty? I can, but I don't have the the um, the outboard stand for it. Gotcha. I just so I'm going to do it over the bed, and I can do 24 inches. So that's still so, big. Yeah, so it's going to be a nice big yeah. regular size. Yeah, and I think it'll be be fun. Yeah, yeah that's I think, cool. Yeah, I was just trying to work everything out. Now it's going to you know because I need. Uh, bearings to make it spin i want to do the little little uh you know gro- aluminum grooves in it and everything mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do all of it dang that'd be cool yeah that'd be a lot of work yeah i think it'd be a fun project though yeah yeah that'll have to be like a multi-part series <laughs> not like a right. one one week thing right yeah six minute video yeah <laughs> here's how you do it yeah <laughs> Oh, was, I, 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 somebody commented on one of the videos or something. I can't, I can't remember which one it was, but it was like, I don't know, something like, I, I can't believe you could, could do that, you know, or make it, make it look easy. I, I go, and it, oh, it was on the gnome. I go, I carved on that gnome for two solid days. I go, my <laughs> fingers are bleeding. I go, I couldn't fit all the bleeding in, in, in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh yeah yeah it's, yeah the uh, project like that too i have to like it'll probably take me you know i don't at least a least a solid week to do it so i'll yeah. have to film it in between doing other stuff too yeah but i think it'll i'm just fun yeah i'm trying to think about it right now like 
you could use the indexing to like cut grooves into it to put the aluminum strips in and like yeah some, you have to build some kind of little platform or rig to get the like a router or something sideways and cut the grooves in yeah 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 i was because i need to dye some of the pieces and yeah yeah because they have what they have like red and white and green and uh red and black and green that's it red and black and green yeah yeah and uh but yeah i uh actually i've had the bearing for a few years now it's a big sealed bearing Mm -hmm. and i think that's what made me think of uh, i could use that for a roulette wheel oh yeah it's up on the shelf it's just been sitting there i'm not nice and waiting for it but yeah you should put like a rig up like a button so it'll stop <laughs> like a <little> crooked <laughs> roulette wheel right. just hit the button oh sorry house wins <laughs> oh yeah yeah have a magnet or something that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah oh yeah it was uh it was funny i when i first decided i wanted to do it i looked up on on youtube is like how do you make a roulette wheel or and uh it was uh that show popped up how it's made oh yeah and i watched a video there uh the company they i don't know where where they're all made but it was a company in england and they it, it it's not there's not somebody just making them in their garage is and they are like precision made they're made out of aluminum and they really? are hmm. right down to i mean they spin these things thousands of times to make sure it's completely random there's computer systems hooked to the bottom of them <laughs> they keep keep track of to make sure it's random i uh-huh. mean it was like i was like wow <laughs> dang i just want to uh. make a walnut one <laughs> that's funny you mentioned how it's made it's on i've been watching it on hulu oh. so i'll have to look for that episode and see yeah check, how yeah. roulette wheels made yeah yeah it was really really cool i mean it's just like a giant disc of aluminum and they put it in a you know metal lathe and and turn mm-hmm. this thing and yeah wow. it's like, mm-hmm. that's insane yeah it makes sense that they would be aluminum i guess i don't know why i was surprised it's not, I'm probably thinking of a roulette wheel on like a, a riverboat or something back in the 1800s. It's all made of, yeah, it d- definitely makes sense that they would be perfectly balanced and like machined so there's no, you know, flaws in them at all. Right. And I, I, I don't know what they do is like, even if they're in Vegas, they, they look like they're wood. So they must yeah, put right. veneer over the top of them. But yeah, it's like... Yeah, there's a whole computer system underneath the thing to <laughs> make sure nobody's cheating. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, super cool. But yeah, I don't have a. Uh, other than uh, we still have a few more projects here. I've been slowly redoing the floor in the in the house, so we still have uh, two rooms to do. I'm just kind of working through that, and we got to you know paint and rip out the carpet and mm-hmm. we're just putting laminate down and and the laminate's pretty easy it's painting everything and you know yeah takes a time but yeah that's what on. i've been working on it's not too fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're do, redoing a, a room 
It's got linole, like the old, it was, the house is built in like the mid-60s, so it has old linoleum, and I have to scrape all that. So I've been trying to figure, like, what am I going to put down? And then I found out about that laminate stuff that's just like snaps together and looks really nice. I'm like, yep, that's what yeah. we're doing. Yeah, it's super easy. Yeah, we just, uh, same thing here, just having to rip up, we did the, like, hall bathroom, had to scrape up linoleum in there, and. It's a mess, but I don't know. It looks looks so much better. Yeah. Yeah. We uh just been uh slowly in between doing house stuff too, cleaning up outside and processing some wood and getting all that blocked up for projects and yeah. Yeah. Nice. Hanging out. <laughs> yeah. That's what we should call the episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hanging out. So I do have something that I wanted to uh talk about. I got a uh, message on Instagram from a let's see, it's Flatland Wood Design on Instagram. His name is Nathan Unruh, I believe. Maybe I said your last name wrong, but I definitely said his first name right. So Nathan at Flatland Wood Design uh, sent me a message and said, uh, "For 2021, I'm planning on challenging myself to do 52 bowls in 52 weeks." Uh, much like Matt K's 52 Boxes book. Uh, he said, every week, everyone would turn one bowl, which will help grow our skills, and then we would be post util- utilizing the hashtag 52 bowls, 52 weeks. But on the last week of every month, that bowl is turned with the purpose of selling or auctioning it off to raise funds for a local charity and cause says to help give back to the community and also help highlight woodworking within the local communities and abroad as well. Uh, I figured if you and Carl were doing an episode of the podcast before or at the start of the year, it might be a good challenge to throw out. Uh, Let me know your thoughts, Nathan. So I responded to him. I thought it was cool. It sounds like a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, so if anybody out there is interested in getting involved with Nathan, uh, you can check out Flatland Wood Design on Instagram. And uh, if you want to use, you know, just start up the challenge yourself, 52 bowls, 52 weeks, that's the hashtag he's going to be using. So, yeah, definitely check him out. I'll leave a link to Nathan's Instagram in the show notes. So at WTAPodcast.com, you can check it out there too. That would, that's awesome. That's a lot of bowls. That is a lot of bowls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Very it didn't cool. sound too unreasonable. You know, no. you could turn a really small bowl if you only have, you know, 30 or 45 minutes or something, or you could turn a bigger one, but yeah. one a week, you know. Yeah, I thought yeah. it sounded pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. How, how is he doing the charity part of it? You know, I'm not sure. I think it might just be on everybody to do their own type of thing is what oh, I got okay. the uh, okay. impression. So I'm not 100% sure. So that would be hit up Nathan and ask him, find out. All right. All right. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, I mean, that would probably be the easiest thing I would think, too. That way wouldn't nobody would have to worry about shipping a bunch of bowls to one person. And then, <laughs> So, yeah, if you just, I guess, right. auction it off and then donate the money or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's a good challenge. Yeah. Yeah. You could do uh, just start out with one inch bowl, two inch, three inch, 
Go right through it. <laughs> yeah. By the end of it, you'd need a new lathe. <laughs> yeah, by about about week 25, you'd be, you'd be hurting. Right. <laughs> well, week 25, you just start going back down. <laughs> okay, gotcha. You could go up by half inches to make it a little easier on your lathe. There you go. Oh. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool challenge, though. Yeah, good luck with it, Nathan. Hopefully, uh, yeah, you know, get some people involved. Yeah, nice. Well, what, what else? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Don't have anything planned. <laughs> yeah, everything's sort of just in limbo right now. That's... Right. Yeah, I don't ever know what's going on really from day to day, and especially now that the kids aren't are on break from school, it's just like yeah, we're just sort of floating around, <laughs> waiting for school to start again, and then we can have sort of have a schedule. Right, right. Yep. I I don't know. I'm aimlessly looking around the shop to see what what's going on. Yeah, we. Uh, I don't know. Other than just keep working on the house we're kind of i don't know trying always searching for new projects to do but um yeah just staying busy yeah yeah it's the best thing to do that's what i was doing today was staying my my buddy called me it's uh the friend who i worked on the renovation at the mob museum with so he's the guy who hired me on his crew oh, yeah. to do that so he's building another museum exhibit it's like a mineral exhibit for the, the Natural History Museum here in Las Vegas. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. So it has all kinds of different mineral samples, and they're all minerals that are from the state of Nevada somewhere. So he's building like an interactive light-up board so you could like touch a county like Clark County or Nye County or some county in Nevada, and then it'll light up the different mineral samples, and then you can look at them. And he's got one with a micro, you know, like a, a video microscope, so it's hooked to a computer screen, and you can wheel the spin this big wheel, and it'll put different minerals underneath the microscope. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So today I spent my day making a little. Basically, like springs out of stainless steel, like just little thin stainless steel rod, and I'd have to bend it, over bend it, so it would, you know, want to spring back on itself to clamp on to these mineral samples really tight, so that those will be suspended on these boards behind these little plastic domes, so oh. they, people don't touch them. But it's just like the, just the whatever back <laughs> little clasp, you know, hold, the thing to hold the the mineral sample, suspend right. it there. Yeah, it's always fun working with him. It's different, you know. You never know what kind of stuff you'll be building. It's it's fun. Right, right. Is it, no, so is that the same guy we we had the meet up at his shop? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so he's cool. got a he's got a shop across the way now. He got rid of the big giant one, downsized oh. the bunch, and got into the smaller one. But yep, that was him, Billy. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, and I think when we were there, that's when you you were working on the mob museum. Yeah, I think we we're like full swing at that point, or yeah, close to yeah. it. Yeah, it was, yeah, that was a fun job. Yeah, super cool stuff. I don't know. This year has just been a blur, and I'm I can't think of anything else that we're 
where uh i don't know i was trying to think of like some new tools that are out there and stuff and i uh, i don't know (laughs) i don't know it's been it's been strange not because normally we we travel a lot and so that that eats up a lot of time um you know just stuff stuff going on with that but yeah it's all good we'll see what happens next year i guess (laughs) right yeah yeah can't get much worse than it is now i mean (laughs) right well i i am i'm right in the middle of i know you can't see it but the the, these are olives and so when the podcast like a real olive no i no it's poplar oh, i turned it oh okay okay I, I turned it and um i'm waiting for the resin to dry so new year's day oh okay fr- friday i'm I making think a, i know a, where you're going with that yeah i'm making a martini glass <laughs> turned, turned turned not shaken turned not shaken <laughs> i figured you know but what what better way to kick off the new year yeah does that involve you in a suit at all like James never Bond? never again <laughs> i actually you know what now that i think about it i actually ha- still have that suit your man in black suit right is that the one? In black suit. all right i'll do it but i'm wearing shorts <laughs> All right, that would be perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah we we were trying to come up with like New Year's project, and you know, just like it's like, what are you gonna make a sparkler? Or, right. <laughs> how about a martini glass? Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Oh. What are you turning the martini glass out of? Um. So I'm actually what I'm gonna do is um this piece of cherry. Okay. So what I'm going to do is put this on the lathe and I'm hollowing out the inside. I'm just going to, you know, just groove it out at an angle. And then I'm going to fill it full of resin. And I'm going to take the olives and put it in the resin and let it dry. And then when it's dry, I'm going to turn away the outside of the wood. So it's the resin on that. Oh, okay. The, so that's like just, a mold. Oh, man, that's yeah. awesome. And then... It, the top will all be resin, and then I'll turn the the stem and the and the base oh, okay. out of the, the piece that's of wood. Nice, but yeah, yeah I'm just that's gonna a cool idea. Fill it up. Um, yeah, that's that's what we were just we were just dyeing those a couple hours ago, and and uh, or putting resin on them. I got I got to do the tops of them, but I'm doing the tops red for pimentos. Okay, yeah. So nice. Yeah. No onions in there, huh? No, Isn't that a, dirt, a dirty martini, I think, is with the onions. <laughs> I don't know. I don't drink oh. them. <laughs> I don't either. They taste terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't, here, here in Portland, there's a uh, house up in the uh, West Hills right outside of downtown Portland. And for years, it's, it's like just Portland tradition. They have a martini glass on their house at, for Christmas. It's uh-huh. all in lights, and they've been doing it for 30, 40 years. Wow. And so we were um, we were trying to come up with something, and we had to run up and uh, drop some stuff off, and we drove back through Portland in the, at night, and there was a martini glass. I thought, well, yeah. how about that? <laughs> That's a fun idea. Yeah. 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 
So hopefully it'll all come out. Yeah. Yeah. So are you going to go like ex- drill the stem a little extra deep so there's like some resin down inside of for a little bit, like to give it a little tang maybe down inside there like a chisel has? So I didn't even think about that. And Robin said, is it going to stick on there? And she said exactly the same thing. Why don't you drill straight down into it so there's resin down in it? So, yes, that's what I'm doing now. Cool. I did, Great minds I didn't, think alike, Robin. <laughs> I know. I didn't even think about it. I was just going to pour it, just, you know, dish it out and then pour it in there. But that's, yes, I'm going to do that now. So it's cool. Kind of bonds it together. Yeah. But then you'll have to remember how deep you went so you don't accidentally cut into it, I guess. Or it depends on how thin right. you make the stem. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll do a little one. It, it, it should be all right. I'll dr- just drill a little hole. But yeah. Yeah. It would probably be fine. I would, you know, because I'd imagine it's not going to be super heavy spinning on there anyway. So even right. if you didn't put one, it probably would have been all right. But it might may be a little better safe than sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it's down in an inch or so, it'll some little something. Yeah. So. Well, we. Uh, I think that I think that's it. I don't yeah. know what else I'm doing. I've been playing with the CNC machine. Really? Just I didn't messing, know you had around, one. messing around with that. Um, making Christmas presents on it, actually. Nice. <laughs> what kind of CNC do you have? Uh, the Shark. The Next Wave one. Huh, I'm not familiar with that one. I'll have to check it out. Uh, yeah, it's, it's actually just a little, uh, little one. I think it's like 13 by 12 or something like that. But it's um, yeah, it's a lot of fun for doing smaller stuff. Yeah, yeah cool. I, I got it because I wanted to. They actually have like a fourth axis you can put on it, and I wanted to do the cryptex. Oh, it, so that you know I could turn them, and then I, yeah, everybody really really likes the cryptex. It's you know it's it's a fairly easy project, and and uh, as far as turning goes. But the hard part is getting the code on it, whether you want letters or numbers or symbols, you, you have to hand carve them on there, you know, I mean, with a Dremel or hand carve. So that's the hardest part. So with the CNC, you'll be able to just turn the tumblers and put it in there and it'll, you know, print out the alphabet for you. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think would be, you know, as far as selling them or, or, you know, you keep giving them away or whatever, it'd be, you know, it'd be really nice. And this thing has a chuck and everything on it. So it's, Oh wow. I think, I think it's going to, going to work out nice. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. The, uh, that's always the, the thing I dislike the most is like signing a piece or that's why I started using the laser engraver. Cause then right. it's like, Oh, I turned this really nice bowl that I'm super proud of. And then you turn it over and it looks like a kindergartner wrote their name. on the- <laughs> <laughs> So I, yeah, I use the laser engraver so I can get my actual signature on there, but right. until that's, I can only do up to, you know, not that big of a bowl. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They need, yeah. If you could get a, get an extension on it or something to raise it up mm-hmm. yeah. i think people have cut the bottoms out of them so <laughs> i was thinking about doing that it's just like a big piece of sheet metal on the bottom right but then you'd have i'd have to build like a like a lift 
underneath it or something like that. You know, get a cabinet and then a lift. I was thinking yeah. like a jack, some kind of scissor jack or something <laughs> underneath it so you could raise and lower it because you have to get it like pretty spot on with the laser or else it's going to be all fuzzy. Right. It's like right. a the focal point is like an hourglass kind of thing. So the further yeah. you are away one way or the other, the worse it is. Right, right. Yeah, uh, I see a lot of people are doing uh, like branding irons too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you you can send in your signature and and uh, I've seen a lot of people a lot of people make those. Very cool. Yeah, those are good too. Yeah, I don't see anything else. I'm 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 hurting. <laughs> I'm stretching here for everybody out there. We're getting you the most content we can for this last episode. But oh. Yeah, we might have to no. call it an episode. What do you think? All right, I think so. I think 2020 beat everybody down, so. Yep. <laughs> we need to go rest. <laughs> well, all yeah. right. Well, thank you, Carl. Happy 2021 or whatever. Uh, and thank you to all the listeners out there. And until next year, keep those shavings flying. We'll <laughs> see you later. All right, see ya. Start recording now and we'll see. Hopefully it's good. All right. Let's see. What is it? Number 38.